when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Well, hello. Last hello. week last week we had a Ms. Pac-Man roll on by the window, and I'm so curious to know what's going to happen today. Oh, this this uh, week someone is going to play Frogger out front. I love my little perch during this podcast in our studio here because Matthew can't really see can't very see much anything. anything. And so I get to see, you know, tree measuring, Ms. Pac-Man rolling by. Like, I never knew my block was so exciting until I saw it through your eyes. Oh, that's the sweetest, most romantical thing you've ever said I know. to me. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't I know what, what dumb shit is going to go on Ooh. this week in front of my building. Oh my gosh! Shall we read a book? Yes, please. This yeah, I, I hope I hope it's more. It's it's got dirty in the name, right? Dirty letters by V. Keeland and Penelope Ward. Luca, four letter protagonist. Four letters. Oh boy! Oh, we didn't even get a gaze last week. No, not no, one. Very rare. To be fair, we like talked about random shit instead of reading the book <laughs> for most of the episode. So maybe this is not Penelope Bloom's fault. To be fair, that is actually what we do on the show. <laughs> <laughs> True. Luca. Oh boy. Here we go again. My- <laughs> See? I can't even get the sentence out. <laughs> Luca. I live on the second floor. <laughs> I live upstairs from you. I think maybe you've seen me before. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> maybe. You are done. You are finished I'm here. You are finished here. Oh boy, here we go again. Yeah, that song is about a really serious social issue, and I wish you wouldn't make fun I'm of it. I'm pushing through. I pushed my shopping cart forward rather than turning to walk down the aisle I had originally planned. But after taking a step or two, I couldn't help myself. I backed up enough to hide my body behind the end cap. Mm-hmm. Good use of a, a, a. I love that word. I love that word. Uh, and peeked my head out to watch the action. A woman with the frizziest, most unnatural color of red hair placed a deodorant back on the shelf and grabbed a new one. She opened the top of the (sighs) stick and sniffed it and then proceeded to lift one side of her shirt and wipe the deodorant under her armpit, then moved on to the other. Replacing the cap, she examined the shelf for a moment before picking another brand. Again, (gasps) she plucked plucked the top off, sniffed, then swiped under each of her pits. I watched fascinated by how serious she was while she sampled six different deodorants before a store employee finally noticed what she was doing. And this is going to be the love interest, right? Because I am <laughs> into this. How could you even smell it if you've like layered them up on top I of each know. other? You're making like a like a graveyard, like a you know, a, with like a with a <laughs> soda machine, like a suicide, where you mix all the oh, sodas oh, together. Oh, oh, oh. Is that what it's called? Is yeah. a graveyard or a suicide? Or there's probably like seven other different or names Long for Island it. iced tea of yeah. deodorants. Uh, Exactly. I picked this book for that reason because I was so disgusted and also like never want to buy deodorant again. Yeah, you don't know who swiped before you. Oh, so fucking gross. <laughs> when they both ran down the aisle yelling, I figured that was my cue to move my ass and finish up my shopping trip. Who ran down the aisle yelling? Uh, people who work there. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. A few months back, I'd seen a man sample a dozen whole rotisserie chickens. He removed the plastic cover off each one, ripped off a leg, took a big bite, jammed the leg back into the cavity of the chicken. Not uh, in, not just into the in, package, but into the, into cavity. the cavity, which is very violent, and replaced the cover of each. When I told the manager, he sighed and yelled to a stock boy to go fetch Mr. Hammond. <laughs> Food shopping at two in the morning in a 24-hour supermarket tended to bring out a unique brand of shoppers. I fit right yeah. in. How are you doing today, Luca? Doris, the cashier, asked as I loaded my groceries onto the conveyor belt. She'd been working at the supermarket since I started coming here about five years ago. Really nice lady. I knew she was a grandmother of nine, and number 10 was on the way. She babysat a few of them during the day, which is why she worked the graveyard shift. 
oh, please, more information. I want to know all about Doris. Uh-huh. Doris was also, here we go, Doris was also one of the few people who I ever told the truth about why I shopped 40 miles away from my home in the middle oh. of the night. Ooh, what do you think? Um, Like her, wait, is... Middle of the night, she shops 40 miles away from her home. Um, I, I think like her ex works the day shift at the local, local. supermarket and oh. she doesn't want to run into him. Very good point. But why couldn't she go to another supermarket in the middle of the day? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> he works at all the supermarkets. <laughs> 24 hours. Yes. I'm doing good. She scanned a package of black licorice followed by two canisters of Pringles and two boxes of packaged brownies. Not my usual grocery items, so I explained. I'm stocking up for a road trip, not pregnant. Doris's brows rose. A road trip? Must be something special if you're boxing yourself into a little car for a long haul. I have boxing to cl- yourself. yourself into a little car. That's a, that's a euphemism. Mm-hmm. I have to clean out my dad's apartment in Manhattan. He passed away last year, right? I nodded. I've been avoiding it. I'd rather be waterboarded than step foot onto a tiny island with a population of eight and a half million people. Mm-hmm. Not to mention hours stuck in car with traffic jams. Oh to my get God. There. Pure Within, torture. By the end of this chapter, this person's going to be like, oh my God, New York Is City. everything. Everyone's so vibrant. Doris frowned. Can't you hire someone to do it? I had hired someone. Then a combination of my own guilt and Dr. Maxwell, my therapist, made me decide. Who calls their therapist? Doctor. Dr. Maxwell, my therapist, made me decide to do it on my own. But eventually the stress of thinking about all those people in New York City gave me trouble sleeping and I hired the company again and then I canceled again. Then I'd hired a new company because I was too embarrassed to hire the same company. This is so fascinating. What? What? Like... Okay, never mind. <laughs> and again, I canceled. Wash, rinse, repeat until I was out of time. And well, now it's tomorrow. Oh, wash, rinse, rinse, repeat is what I do when I'm chesting out shampoos in the shampoo aisle. Did you say chesting out? <laughs> when I'm chesting out. <laughs> so, what so, happens, so what happens when you use 10 deodorants? <laughs> sample 10 deodorants, you chest out from all the chemicals. Uh-huh. It's just something I need to do myself. Doris, Doris looked genuinely concerned. You going to be okay? I'm a good co-pilot if you need a friend to tag along. Wait, no, she just said getting into a small box and tra- like she doesn't right, seem like Dor- a- she's going to take Doris, Doris on the fo- on the road trip to New York City to clean out her dad's apartment. Who already doesn't want to be in a uh-huh. small car. What? If, yeah, she just said, yes, Doris, I want you to come along on that's, this trip. Thanks. That's like you last week offering to help the guys lift the Pac-Man into the truck when you had no intention of actually doing it. I would have helped if they would if, you. I mean, I'm glad would they you? didn't want, want it. My, would you? My help. But I would have. Really? I, would it would my help have been helpful? There, no. Oh, that's a different question. But would I have done my best? Yes. I smiled. Is my best very good? No. No. I smiled. Thanks, Doris. That's really generous of you, but I have someone coming. We're leaving tomorrow evening to avoid traffic as much as possible. Doris finished scanning my groceries. This is very boring. <laughs> yep. I liked the deodorant sampler much better. And I swiped my card. Because that's oh, what just, you do. It, that's what you do. I mean, she swiped her card like like a guy swiping deodorant in the deodorant <laughs> aisle. Under her armpit. <laughs> but before leaving, I reached into my cart and grabbed the bag containing Bing cherries and a package of dark chocolate Milano cookies. Bing. Now, here's my question. Oh, oh, oh I, I thought they were, she stole them because she only mentioned <laughs> certain things. And then okay. I got concerned. But it's... I, I put it at the end of her checkout counter, like always. Ah, the cherries are for your grandkids. Hide the Milanos from the little monsters. Oh. She thanked me. Have a safe trip, sweetheart. This is bringing us to our game. Okay. So um, you have another podcast, I know, Matthew. Mm, Some you people listen I, to it. You weren't supposed to. I, I didn't want you to find out this way. <laughs> it's way less popular than ours. <laughs> right. um, uh, it's called Spilled Milk. It probably has, what, 50,000 listeners? 
It's got some listeners. 50,000? Not that many. Not that many. A lot. Uh, so I, I decided to throw you a food game. Okay, throw me because a food. Because on Spilled Milk, they'll have various topics. And sometimes it's like, you know, Pepperidge Farm <laughs> cookies. Let's eat them all. Let's see which ones we like. That kind yep, of thing. Have true. you even actually done that one? Um, we, we've been talking about doing, we have Milano's on our to-do list of like oh, just tasting a bunch of different so variety of Milano's. Topical. Okay. So here's the game. It's, okay. Uh, many different flavors of Milano's. Oh, Specifically, okay. which ones are real? Which ones did I make I, up? I think I'm going to do well on this. We'll see. Oh, uh, do we have that on a uh, recorded? Yes, we do. Cause it's a podcast. <laughs> so let's see how well right. he did after saying I, he's going to do well on this. But I mean, like, are you gambling, like, man? How like many said, do you think you're going to get right? Not, I, uh, there aren't a lot of things I'm good at, but buying cookies is one of them. Okay, there's 12 on here. Do you think you'll get all of these right? Yes, and let's make it interesting. (laughs) (laughs) $50,000. Okay, (laughs) if you only get one wrong, I will buy you... Milano's. A package of Milano's. Of of flavor of my choice. Flavor of your choice. If you get more than one wrong, I get a bag. Deal. Deal? Yep, shake. We're shaking on it. Okay, Irish cream. Oh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Uh, real. Real. Okay. Caramel apple. Oh, shit. I knew you were overconfident. Fake. Fake. You're right, though. Matthew is two for two. Mm-hmm. Caramel macchiato. Real. Yes, three for three. Wildberry. Fake. Good one. How'd you know so confidently? I, I, okay, so in my mind palace, I'm in the Milano aisle. In your mind palace? Did you <laughs> say, a, what a, is a mind palace? It's a Sherlock Holmes okay. thing. Okay, um, I'm like, ew. I'm, I'm I want to get the, out of I'm your mind palace. I'm in the Milano aisle. No, I'm not in the Milano aisle. I'm in a board meeting at the Pepperidge Farm conglomerate. Okay. And, and I'm thinking about, like, what feels like a Milano flavor and what feels like it would be better, like, branded as something else. And Wild Berry just doesn't sound Milano to me. Okay. I keep going with that because you're doing well. Four okay. for four. Yeah. Strawberries. If you and... thought I was overconfident before. Now. Okay. Yeah. Strawberries and cream. Fake. Good one. Key lime. Hmm. Real. <gasps> Good guess. That's real. Cappuccino. We had caramel macchiato, and that was real. Would there also be cappuccino? Fake. Good good deduction, Sherlock Holmes. Your mind palace is firing on all cylinders. <laughs> yep. Great metaphor. <laughs> Thank you. you. Wait, it was your metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything about cylinders. Um, banana. Fake. Real! What? Shit. Yes! But I still get, I, I, I can still get. Yeah, that's your freebie. Right. So nothing happens if you get one wrong. Right. No, no, wait. No, no. If I get one wrong, you still buy me Milano. Fuck, I should have. I, we might have to review the tape <laughs> on this. I'm not sure. If you get one wrong, I should have made it perfect because you were so confident. Matcha. That's a long pause, Matthew. Fake. Burton. Fake is right. I mean, this sounds this really is, good. This is a very dramatic game we're playing. How many more are there? There's three more oh my God. listeners. I don't think I can do three more, right? White chocolate. Real. Fake! Shit. Yeah! Bazinga! Why did I say bazinga? What is that from anyway? It's from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> All right, never... let's do the other two. 
Oh my god, I get a box yeah. of Milanos. I'm so excited. You know what I'm going to go for? Mint. Fucking classic. Yeah, those are the best. Those are the best. So dark, but dark mint or, or milk chocolate mint? Dark mint. Or is it double chocolate mint? No, I don't want that. I just want mint Milanos. So whatever the right, regular, right. whatever right, regular yeah. mint Milanos. Okay. Okay. I would like them next week, please. Okay. Uh, pumpkin spice. Real. Yep. Candy cane. Real. Yep. Oh, oh so close so fucking close that was good that was really fun and i got a box of cookies i'll share them with you though oh thanks okay where were we uh, nothing ah, yes, exciting nothing was exciting. happening that was way more exciting that game doris thanked me have a safe trip sweetheart can't wait to hear all about it yeah me too it's gonna be one hell of an interesting road trip is it is it? You could focus on relaxing more if you'd let me drive my car. Maybe listen to some of those breathing technique recordings I gave you. Ugh. Wait, who's talking to... What? what? What's happening? I looked over at Dr. Maxwell's dented-up Cadillac parked in my driveway. She's driving to New York with her therapist. No. No, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. That's I mean, like mixing Freud yeah. and... Friend and Freud. Friend and Freud. The man shouldn't be driving at all. In fact, he was a prime example of why people over a certain age should be retested to keep their driving privileges. Relaxing would be the last thing I'd be able to do with him behind the wheel. Plus, he knew I needed to be in control as much as humanly possible. This is not going to go well. Yeah, this is, this is, and, and all, but like, okay, never mind. I started the ignition and my bow tie wearing co-pilot lifted binoculars up to his eyes, peering out <laughs> his window. <laughs> I needed a new therapist for thinking it was a good idea to go on this trip with my current therapist. Yes. Yes. You ready, Doc? He nodded and didn't lower his binoculars. This is what? she got like Who some kind of TV therapist? psychiatrist, I know. right? Like dial a thi- dial a psychiatrist, right? Like he's got to be like old and eccentric. Never been to the Big Apple. Can't wait to see what birds will encounter. Oh no! No, why? You don't want to know anything about your therapist and that they do this? Yeah, that's like, like that's like therapist one hundred and one, right? Like I don't want to know what he does with his binoculars. I shook my head. Pigeons, Doc. Rats with wings. That's what we're going to encounter. We set off on our seven-hour trip from Vermont to Manhattan. Oh, no. The first few hours were uneventful until we- But wait, is she getting this, like, free? Because if if so, I might change my mind about whether it's a good idea. Do you really want to have a free therapy in a car to to Manhattan? I mean, but, like, like, you know, having a conversation in a car, like, you, you get really, you can, like, really open up about stuff because you're, like, not facing each other. But he's all about himself. He's looking through the binoculars. Yeah. Okay. He's going to get so carsick looking Seriously, through binoculars. Seriously, I am concerned about him. He's going to vomit on that <laughs> yes. window. You better get that window down. The first few hours were uneventful. I started to sweat. No, but, but please describe them in detail hour <laughs> by hour. Until we hit a traffic jam. I started to sweat, literally, and my finger, oh, too bad she doesn't have literally. 10 types of deodorant. And my fingers began to tingle at the tips. Oh no, not while I'm driving. The fear of oh, the no. looming panic attack was sometimes almost as bad as the actual attack. My heart started to race and my head felt light. I sometimes vomited during a severe episode and did not want that to happen while on the highway. Oh, maybe they'll vomit simultaneously and it'll bring them closer <laughs> together than ever before. <laughs> it'll be like a, um, what was that movie, Stand By Me? Yeah. You know what, I probably already said this. Yeah. On one of the shows. But that movie always bothered me because they're at a blueberry eating pie competition and the, the crowd starts vomiting when the kids start vomiting. Sure. And the crowd starts all vomiting blueberry. <laughs> Only a, the people in the pie eating contest were eating the blueberry pies. It's not I, right. I think it's supposed to be a joke. Is it? Or I mean, do they that is not a good really point. want to show like real vomit because it's super disgusting? 
That's, that is a good question. It, but just, maybe, it always bothered but like, me. But like, it's a blueberry festival, so maybe they'd all been eating pies. I think you pies. said actually the same exact <laughs> thing. You're very consistent. Because that sounds super familiar. <laughs> super familiar. Uh, yeah, I do. We should, we should be like, publishing like like making a, a wiki of, of like all the things we've talked about is it wiki or wiki <laughs> I don't um, know. so so that we can like capture this knowledge and not have to repeat of it everything we've ever talked about uh-huh yeah that's i'll get right on that okay if we get if we get up to like 400 <laughs> subscribe patron subscribers nobody will support us if that's going to be something <laughs> okay. that exists on the internet i made the rash decision to drive up the shoulder so i could escape the feeling of being boxed in between immovable cars Mm -hmm. boxed in between okay the rumble strip on the road jarred dr maxwell from his nap he woke and grabbed onto the oh shit bar above his door what's happening what's going on nothing we just hit some traffic my heart started to race and i need to take a detour she i think it's okay if she needs to tell her therapist Therapist. that she's having a panic attack don't keep that uh only doc would look relieved by what i just said he released his death grip on the car and spoke in a calming voice relax your grip on the wheel luca I looked down. My knuckles were white and the surrounding lengths of my fingers were bright red. I did as instructed because while I might not trust the nutty doc to drive a car, he knew how to steer me away from panic attacks. Nodding, I said, I tried a breathing technique. It obviously didn't work. Tell me what you're doing right now. My eyes flashed to him and back to the road as I continued on the service road. What? What I'm doing? I'm I'm driving. No, tell me what you were just able to do when you felt the feeling of panic set in. I got off at the exit. I wasn't sure what he was getting at. That's right. You steered the car from one road to another road, which made you feel safer. You can do that. And you do can you also think she's in therapy because of how her parents used to beat her when she was little and like the only person she could really confide in was a singer songwriter who lived downstairs. Would you drop <laughs> the Luca? <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> oh my god, the whole Milano game didn't get you off the Luca train. <laughs> if I had if I had a mulatto for every time someone said that to me. <laughs> and you can also pull over at any time and get out of the car if you feel like it. I nodded. Of course, he was right. But he wasn't merely stating the obvious. He was reminding me that I, I was in control of the situation and exerted mm-hmm. the control when I felt I needed to. You can abandon your car on the freeway <laughs> with your therapist in it. It's okay. Time. The biggest part of my anxiety disorder was the overwhelming fear of being trapped. It was why I didn't do crowds, traffic, public transportation, or small spaces. Yet I could be okay walking outside in a busy city. Exercising control to remove myself from the situation helped alleviate the anxiety, which would be hard on a plane. This... Right? It would be hard, yes. Like, what does she do there? I showed that I had control by jumping up and jumping on top of the flight attendant. Like sure. what? What would be the the choice to show you have control? Um, you choose what you want to watch ale on the versus, in-flight entertainment yeah, yeah. system. Yeah, ginger yeah. ale versus so diet give, Pepsi. Ginger ale. Give me two limes. I'm I, in control. Here. I'm in control here. Yeah, sounds pretty speaking good. Of, I think we have some ginger ale in the fridge and limes. Of flights and and beverages. Mm-hmm. I ordered. A, you know how people? There's been a whole trend in the last ten years to make your own cocktails on board. Yeah. So the flight, the, the the airlines are starting to fight back on that. And then now I flew JetBlue and they're like, make your own Moscow Mule kit oh. available. So they give you the vodka, they give you the ginger beer, and then they give you uh, a little packet of lime flavor. Hmm, like I don't like dehydrated that. Dehydrated lime. I didn't they like- They have limes, right? Not, usually, I don't think so much anymore. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. I mean, usually, usually, what I what I attempt to order on a flight is is ginger ale with a squeeze of lime. But I think but, these days they're cutting yeah. out all that stuff, and so I think now they just have the lime packet. So I I wanted to hate it, 
But then I used to like mainline like Country Time Lemonade when I was oh, a kid. Oh, yeah, of course. And I put a little bit to my tongue and it was so good. It was like warhead powder. Okay. And I just doled it out into my drink. It was delicious. All right, I'm sold. Okay. Take a nice deep breath, Luca. I inhaled through my nose and blew out a deep breath through my mouth. A chill hit my skin, which actually comforted me. My body became clammy when it headed into a panic attack. A coating of sweat often permeated my entire face with the rise of my body temperature. A chill meant my body was cooling back off. Tell me about that date you had Saturday night. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa, this just turned. Personal. I knew he was trying to distract me to keep my mind focused on something other than the panic attack brewing, but I was okay with that. You know where they can go when they get to New York? Tom's Diner. He brought (laughs) his mother. He brought his mother on the date. Oh, no. Doc's brows drew together. His mother? Yep, to a picnic lunch I'd made. Picnic lunches at the park were my go-to first date, regardless of the weather. Well, that seems like a poor choice. (laughs) (laughs) Getting to know someone in a downpour. Very bad idea. But I mean, like, again, it's like it's like a shared adversarial experience that could really bring you closer together because you're both stupid. (laughs) My God, the way the shared adversarial experience rolled off the tip of the tongue there. Is that something you say a lot? I'm a I'm a Freudian therapist. (laughs) I I use these binoculars for professional (laughs) purposes only. They allowed me to avoid crowded restaurants, yet keep it casual. It was that or my place, and the last guy I'd invited over to my house for dinner assumed that I'd meant I'd invited him for first date sex. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would he bring his mother? I shrugged. <laughs> to my apartment. <laughs> I shrugged. He said he'd mentioned our plans to her, and she had said she'd never been to that park. This is what I got for being upfront with men about my issues before we met. I got weirdos. But it wasn't fair to hide the fact that I couldn't go out on dates like a normal 25-year-old woman. Not so shockingly, men tended to disappear fast when telling them about yourself and using words like agoraphobic and anxiety, mm-hmm. which in turn meant the remaining dating pool needed a bucket of chlorine. Yeah, I get it. Realizing our conversation... Should go swimming. Realizing our conversation had distracted me and helped quell the looming full-fledged panic attack I'd felt coming on, I said, thank you for that, by the way. I feel a lot better already. I'm just going to pull over into that empty parking lot ahead and get out and do some stretches. Doc smiled, <laughs> knowing yoga was one of my own self-calming techniques. I mean, I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad that this book is like normalizing a, a mental illness that I suffer from also, uh, but it's also very boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel a little bait and switch here because yeah. we, we got right into like deodorant lady, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was gross, which was gross and, and interesting and funny. Yeah. and funny. And the book's called Dirty Letters. Is that right? Dirty Letters. We're not going to get anywhere near no. any dirty letters, are we? I'm so upset. I don't, is there any way to skip ahead? Well... It's just getting interesting, though, because he's talking about the date. So maybe he's talking about the date. The rest of the trip was almost peaceful. Sans a few extra detours and Doc talking to his lady friend on his cell. With the volume turned up so loud, I heard her remind him to fill his Viagra prescription. (laughs) I timed it so we'd arrive in Manhattan in the middle of the night to avoid as much traffic as possible. Oh, she goes in the middle of the night because she doesn't like crowds. Oh. To the supermarket. Okay, got it. And we were lucky to nab a parking spot on the street since the garage was out of the question for me. My trusty therapist was staying at a hotel, which was only half a block from my dad's apartment. Doc, wake up. We're here. He woke looking confused, and I felt bad for having to interrupt his sleep at all. What? Huh? Oh, okay. Here. Yes. Okay. I walked him to his hotel and waited out front to make sure he checked in with no issues. Thanks again for taking the ride with me, Doc. Give me a call if you feel up for breakfast in the morning. I know it's late, so if not, maybe lunch. He patted my shoulder. You call me if you need me. Anytime, Luca. And you did well today, really well. I'm really proud of you. Good work, Doc. Even though I'd been tired for the last few hours of the drive, when I let myself into Dad's place, I was suddenly wide awake. Okay, I am going to skip ahead. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you you find a find a place. I'm I'm uh, just trying to think of more Suzanne Vega jokes no, I can throw please, in. No, I'm starting right away. Because like, le- she's reading a letter. You know, sometimes nope. If it's nope, so- nope, nope. <laughs> dear Luca, it's a letter she's reading. Dear, okay. Dear Luca, do you like scotch? I remember you said you didn't like the taste of beer, but we never got around to comparing our taste in hard liquor. Mm. Why is that, you might ask? Let me remind you, because you stopped answering my letters eight damn years ago. I wanted to let you know I'm still pissed off about that. My mom used to say I hold grudges, but I prefer to think of them as I remember the facts. And the fact of the matter is, you suck. There, I've said it. I've been holding that shit in for a long time. Don't get me wrong, I'm not obsessive or anything. I don't sit in my house thinking about you all day long. In fact... There have been months that go by when thoughts of you don't even enter my brain, but then some random thing will pop into my head out of the blue, like I'll see some kid in a pram eating black licorice. Oh, they're in England, are they? Are they? It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. Wait. Wait, but the doc with the binoculars and the maybe... But no, they're Manhattan. They're in Manhattan. I was wondering if you were going to get there on your own. Jesus. (laughs) Side note, I've tried it again. Maybe 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 it's British. Maybe they're in York rather than New York. But they could be British. They could be British. Side note, I've tried it again as an adult, and I still think it tastes like the bottom of my shoes. So perhaps it's just you that have no taste. You probably don't even like scotch. Anyway, I'm sure this letter won't find its way to you, or if by some miracle it does, you won't answer. But if you're reading this, you should know... I would not answer this letter, because this person is unhinged. Very angry. But if you're reading this, you should know two things. One, the Macallan 1926 is worth the extra cash, goes down smooth. Two, you suck. Later, trader. Griffin. Griffin. Chapter two, Luca. You suck. You suck. You suck. I couldn't concentrate on anything else since opening that letter. As I packed more of my father's stuff, I thought thoughts of a boy, well, now a man who had once been near and dear to my heart, flooded my mind. Oh, wait, so the, maybe the letter wasn't to her? No, oh, no I think it, it was, was to dear Luca. It was yeah. to Luca, yeah. Hmm. Don't try and figure it out. I know. It's not I worth know. it. We've, we've been down this road before. It doesn't lead anywhere good. A text from Doc interrupted my mental trip down memory lane. Doc, I could have sworn I just saw a tit in Central Park. (laughs) A tit? Okay, that's funny. Luca, what? Doc, a Eurasian blue tit, one of the most exquisite birds in the tit family. Luca, ah, bird peeping. Should have known. Doc, it's a non-migratory bird found overseas, so it couldn't possibly be one. But if not a tit, then what was it? Last time I saw one, I was in England. (laughs) There we go. The fact that he mentioned England was strange, almost like a sign from the universe given the letter from Griffin. Although technically the letter came from California, I really need to take a breather and talk to Doc about this. I'd never mentioned Griffin to him before. Wow, that's that seems like a major oversight. I, is he billing her hourly for like therapy for, for like the the tit text? Or, no, but now she oh, says but... I need to talk to you about something. Can you come to me? I think he should. Doc, I think it'd be good for you to try to venture out. Sighing, he, I knew he was right. I need to make sure he wasn't in a congested spot though. Is the park crowded right now? Nope, not where I'm sitting. Okay, can you let me know exactly where to find you? Okay, so now she's going to have therapy in Central Park. Okay, I'm skipping ahead again. Just, uh, just how much like, time do we stop have? people on the street and ask where to get, uh, how to get to the tit section of the park. Uh, <laughs> we have like two minutes. I'm just going to jump in randomly. I picked up my pet pig, Hortensia. <laughs> <laughs> Hortensia? Sure. Hortensia from a local farmer who agreed to watch her. How does a hobound girl end up with a pet pig, you ask? Well, a couple years ago, there was a fire at a farm down the road from my house. When I'd heard about some of the animals dying, naturally it triggered me. This this is not where I expected you I know, to pick up. Which is why I started here. Doc thought it would be a good exposure exercise to visit the site of the blaze. When I had, I learned that not all the animals had died. Some of them were still there, housed in a temporary barn. When I looked into my pig's eyes, I basically saw myself, a sad, lonely being. 
She probably lost Aww. her best friend, best friend too. So I took did what any person who'd found her soulmate would do. I took her home. Ever since she's been like my child, definitely spoiled. Since I never planned to have kids, I figured I could get away with treating her as such. As I tried to get back in the routine of being home, I continued to be haunted by Griffin's letter. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Uh, this, is, this is like a whole montage where like his face keeps appearing. Like, you suck. Uh, jumping ahead. Dear Luca, how have you been? I feel sad because my mom and dad told me that they're getting a divorce. They said it's not my fault. How was your dance recital? Did you get flowers after like you wanted? Is this like an old letter? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would send you some if I had money. It costs a lot to send things to America. But I wrote you a song, and it starts like this. Oh, God. That's just a perfect <laughs> intro to, to more of your insanity. Well, let's just let's just pretend I, it, okay. it happened. But here's the song that Griffin wrote. Okay. Luca, 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 I want to buy you a bazooka. I'm not done yet. Looking more for words that rhyme with Luca. Okay. okay there we go. And one more skip ahead. And here's ahead. another song I wrote for you. It's called Solid. It's called uh, Marlena on the Wall. So now, now we know why the book is called Dirty Letters. God, I fucking love Suzanne Vega. She's so great. <laughs> oh, my God. Dear Luca, I suck. Do you still look up a word in the dictionary to memorize every day like you used to? Well, just in case you hadn't. Because reached... they make a desk calendar for that now. You don't have to do it that way anymore. <laughs> well, just in case you hadn't reached this one yet, let me do the honors. Self-absorbed. And then he defines it. A preoccupied with one's own feelings, interests, or situation. Or two, a friend who shits on you because he never stopped for a minute to think maybe there was a reason his best friend stopped writing. Oh. This person's very angry. He's so tiresome. It's very tiresome. Just like turn these letters over to Doc and let him deal with it. Okay, here we go. Doc adjusted his binoculars. Hmm? <laughs> you said allowing Griffin back into your life could be good for a number of reasons, but you only told me one. Oh, yeah, acceptance. The more people you open up to about your condition, the less you'll feel the reactions of others and the better your support, I guess. But also, he writes such poignant song lyrics. Plus, then there's the coitus. No. Mm-hmm. I assumed I'd heard him wrong. The what? Coitus. You know, the unison of the male and female genitalia. It's been a while since you've been <sighs> with a man. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, I get it. Let's just take it one step at a time. Ew. Let's end on no. coitus. Yeah, let's. I, you're fired, Doc. <laughs> oh, I thought you were firing <laughs> no, me. No, no. <laughs> I was like, is that it? That's how we're ending it? Can I get my Milanos first? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the, the court is going to have to like decide which, which of my creditors. Um... I almost got fired because I was going to put one of the flavors of Milano's as Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's dumb. It's dumb, but it's funny. Dumb. <laughs> I thought if I caught you in a weak moment, you'd be like, real! Like, yeah, I, I, I could like... Did. I could Abbott and Costello you into, Costello right. you into saying yes. Okay, well that... that book was not the best no, but, it was a, but i had fun anyway i had fun anyway what's our next book it's called crank by adriana Locke. Hmm. crank crank it's a drug it's a jug drug it's I a jug speak. it's a jug jugs it's a drug <laughs> but well, i saw drugs in the park that's probably not what they mean <laughs> i have no idea uh, i i think i choked i think i choked on this book uh because one of the characters had a had a terrific romance novel name so we'll find out next time <laughs> okay what um where can the good people find us look inside this book book club.com facebook.com slash look inside tbc which this week stands for i should have paid attention to the book uh look inside this, this binocular, binocular case okay
Um, and uh, please uh, support the please. show. Please, please, please. <laughs> so oh, please. No, don't do anything for us. Sorry. If, if please, if you hear please. something late at night, some kind of trouble, some kind of fight, we don't want to talk about it. Right. But. Do come to our Patreon, patreon.com slash L-I-T-B-C, where uh, for $2 a month, you can get bonus episodes twice a year. For $5 a month, you get that plus a Moist Mountaineers t-shirt, and it is made of lush cotton. Lush, lush cotton. I wear it all the time. I sleep in it. Mm -hmm. I wear it out. Becky wears it literally every... She hasn't taken it off since we started the Patreon like 12 weeks ago, and and we need to talk about this. It's a great get-to-know-you shirt because people will... It is, because it does not make sense if you don't listen to the show. But people will smile at you. They giggle a little, and then they say, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's kind of a good get-to-know-you. Yeah. It it doesn't make sense if you don't listen to the show. It doesn't make sense if you do do listen listen to the the show show. unless unless you listen to that one episode (laughs) where we came up with the, the concept of Moist Mountaineers. And we're selling this shirt hard right yeah. now. <laughs> so if you like being a, a mystery to the people uh-huh. in your life, give us $5 a month. All right. See you next time. See you next time. We tried to force force Bush in there, yeah. as they say. <laughs> they, they do not. <laughs>